Hello everyone and welcome back to the Mind Body Yay podcast. This is the place to come to put the yay back into your mind and body. I am Kate Zukas. I'm your host for this podcast. I'm a mindfulness and self-care coach and yoga and meditation teacher. I'm also the founder of katezukasco.com. I'm a busy mum and a mental health advocate. I love creating positive change in the world. And Mind Body Yay is my platform to share tools, techniques, and practices that help nourish your mind, body, and soul, and ultimately help you breathe a little easier through life. So in today's podcast, I want to focus on some healing practices to help your mental and emotional health. So these are some healing practices for your mental health. So you're not alone if you are feeling a bit blah or a bit meh. I know I have. And you might be consumed by life at the moment. You might be super busy, overwhelmed. You might be facing a significant challenge or change in your life. Or you might just be feeling a bit stuck, like you're not progressing. Or you might be feeling like you're going backwards. And maybe you're just not where you feel that you should be in life. Or maybe you expected more. Or are you frustrated that your goals and dreams have just not manifested yet? So I know at some point I've felt a lot of this and recently as well. And I think there's a bit of energy around uh to feel a bit blah or a bit meh or I'm a bit stuck or I'm not really where I want to be and is is this it? (laughs) Is this it? And your ego will tell you that you're not trying hard enough. You're not doing the best you can do. You need to take on more or everyone else is doing better than you. And our ego feeds this fear. But do not feed your ego. Do not feed these unhealthy and unwanted thoughts. You are exactly where you need to be. And sometimes life just gives you these phases because something great is coming and it's divine timing. And, you know, so do not let your ego feed these negative thoughts. Uh, When I was doing my yoga teacher training, uh, you know, our teacher used to say to us, you wouldn't let an unwanted guest stay in your house. So why do you let unwanted thoughts stay in your mind? So you wouldn't invite an unwanted guest into your house. So why do you invite unwanted thoughts into your head? You don't. You just say you're not well. You're not welcome here. Goodbye. But our ego loves these thoughts because it feeds it and it makes the ego feel important. And that's where we can sometimes get a little bit stuck ourselves and where we can start to believe these thoughts that are in our head. And we don't have to believe everything that goes on in our minds. That's how sometimes our ego just making up stories just to help feed itself and so we can continue to have more fearful thoughts going on in our mind. So 
I want to share with you some healing practices that you can do for your mind, that you can do for your mental health, and that will help bring you back into more of a state of balance between your mind, your body, your soul, your emotions, your energy. It can just bring you back into a state of balance so that it's you're not just your thoughts. And, you know, which can these healing practices can also propel you forward and help get you unstuck or can also help you mentally through any change or challenge or growth that you are going through in your life. And ultimately help your personal development and your well-being. So one of the first healing practices I want to talk you through is the importance of grounding yourself in your body and in your senses. So just being really aware of your physical body and your senses. And a lot of the time when we get so caught up in our head, all of the energy is swirling around in our head and there's not much left for our physical bodies, which is sometimes why we can get sick as well. So do something to ground yourself in your body. So whether that's some physical activity, exercise, yoga, walking, swimming, gardening, cooking, playing. When was the last time you played? Do you even know what play looks like for you anymore? Laugh. When was the last time you really laughed, like where it really moved your whole physical body? So tell your mind to pause while you go and do some type of grounding activity. Your mind will be there when you get back. Don't worry about that. So go watch a movie. Go watch a documentary on something you're passionate about. Be transported to a time and place. You know, go have a bath, preferably a magnesium bath, so you can get all that beautiful magnesium into you when you are having a bath. You know, look into aromatherapy and lighting a candle and incense, you know, something that can really activate your senses because that can really help bring you into the present moment and ground you. Or have a massage. I could have a massage every day. (laughs) That is one of the things I could do every single day. But ground yourself in your body. If you start to notice your thoughts that are starting to spiral or that negative narrative is in your mind, or you're just, again, just feeling stuck, get into your body. Get into your physical body. That is where we are present. Our minds stress about the future or replay conversations, um, events that have happened in the past. And so... Our minds are rarely present unless we focus and increase our awareness to be focused on the present moment. Grounding yourself with any of these activities I said helps to bring you into the present moment. Helps to get you out of your head, out of that stress state where you are focusing on, but what if this happens and what if that person says this and, you know, replaying things that actually never come to fruition anyway. You are just anxious about so many different things that could possibly happen 
or you are just replaying things that you didn't like the way it had happened and how you could have done it better. Again, ego related as well. So bring yourself back to the present moment through grounding yourself. So that is one of the biggest things you can do to heal your mental health and heal that emotional health is to bring you back into your physical body, balance that energy between your mind and your body. It's one of the biggest reasons why I focus on mind-body education and coaching uh, because we're not aware of just how much the impact that stress has on our well-being and overwhelm and overthinking and we just keep going and going and going until we burn out. So ground yourself in your body and your senses. All right, the second one I want to talk to you about is actually how you can heal your mind by getting into your mind. (laughs) So how you can heal your mind with meditation and with sound healing uh, and with Reiki and breath work. So how we can heal our mind with these amazing techniques and a lot of these very ancient techniques as well. So when I talk about meditation, there's a couple of go-to meditations that I find amazing for healing. So yoga nidra, I speak a lot about yoga nidra, about the importance of yoga nidras. They're also known as a body scan or a yogic sleep. And a yoga nidra helps to get out of your mind and into your body. Again, balancing helps. It's a very grounding. All, all meditations are very grounding. They help to, they help to um, either increase that awareness of your mind, of what's going into your mind, or it helps to direct your mind and focus your mind. So a yoga nidra uh, helps to direct your mind to, to certain uh, parts of the body that you will be directed to in the meditation. And it is a great one to help physically get into your body. So huge fan of yoga nidras. They are fantastic to do in the evening to wind down for sleep. Um, They're also great to do during the day as a bit of a brain break. So the other meditation I want to talk you through is a progressive muscle meditation. And this is one that I've really started to do a lot of lately in the evenings as I go to sleep. And it's a meditation where it will ask you to um, tense your feet. So tense your feet, tighten your feet as much as you can. And then relax. And then tense your legs, etc. And then relax. And so it's a meditation that is deeply relaxing. I find it deeply physically relaxing because you literally feel like your body is just melting into the bed as you are doing it. And it's I find that my sleep quality is so much better after I've done a progressive muscle meditation and what it must do to my nervous system and to my body and to someone that is an overthinker and, you know, just takes on a lot mentally, it's a great meditation to do. So definitely um, recommend you do that. Um, There's also guided meditations, which are fantastic to do and all accessible, easily accessible from any um, meditation app, YouTube, Spotify, 
you know, so um, look for some guided meditations as well because they're a great one to help guide and focus your mind, uh, which is a great healing technique to help you take a break from reality and get into that that space of awareness in that meditation. And in addition to these ones, uh, I use sound healing a lot. I love sound healing. Um, live sound healing sessions are amazing if you're able to get to a live session. Uh, a lot of yoga studios and uh, meditation studios are now doing live uh, sound healing sessions. Uh, and there's a reason why, and there's a reason why they're so popular. Um, they, when you're in a room and they are playing these beautiful um, bowls or bells, um, you just get that amazing vibration of the sound enters into your energy, into your physical body, into your mind, into your emotions, and it helps just to move anything that is stuck, anything that's unwanted, it helps move through your body. Sound healing is great. An ancient technique as well. Massive, you know, so a lot of these techniques that I'm talking to you about today is I think they're techniques that we just need to relearn how to do these things because we are so caught up in the busyness um, of our lives. And we are just, a lot of us are between work, study, kids, you know, we're just busy all the time. We are almost teaching ourselves how to be. And this is what a lot of these techniques that I'm sharing with you and these healing practices help us to be help us to be present, help us to be connected with ourselves, helps us to get out of our head and into ourselves and our own being. And that is in the flow and that state of flow where we're constantly in a state of fight or flight. Be in a state of just flow and flowing with it. And it is teaching people to be in that state of flow and it is our natural state um, not being in these these stressor states where, in, where we're just hyper vigilant all the time. And so these are why a lot of these techniques are just really good reminders we need to incorporate them in to our well-being routine. Need to incorporate these no matter how bite-sized they are, how micro they are, incorporate them into our daily routine. So sound healing is great. Like I said, there's live sessions, which is preferable because you really do get the vibration when you are in the room. It is amazing. You can also listen to um, bells and bowls and all of that on YouTube, Spotify, apps, all of that. There's a lot of um, sound healing that um, you can do and easily accessible. Uh, the other type of healing I want to talk to you about is Reiki and energy healing. Um so Reiki is fantastic for balancing your physical, mental, emotional energy. And I am a Reiki master. I have myself uh, been doing a lot of energy healing for more than a decade now. And uh, I have found just the Reiki healing uh, a great way to clear your energy. So a great way. And you wonder, a lot of the time you wonder, why, why am I so tired? Why am I so tired all the time? It's because you're carrying this backpack of everyone else's energy with you all the time. So Reiki is a great way to 
um, clear out all of that energy, you know, clear out anything that's toxic, that's in your energy field, um, anything that might be sitting in your body, that's somebody else's that you just need to clear out, but we've absorbed it. And we absorb energy uh, into our own energy fields. And that also uh, leads to burnout uh, and clearing our energy, recharging our energy, balancing our energy, all of that is really important from a Reiki perspective. Uh, so I infuse Reiki healing energy into all the coaching sessions that I run. So I'd run a, do a lot of personal coaching and I'll usually do some type of healing practice, meditation, breath work, um, into the, those sessions, depending on what the client needs at the time. And a lot of that is, I will infuse Reiki healing energy because people come and see me when they are going through a challenge, like a massive challenge or a change in their life, or they are feeling stuck, um, or, um, just off balance and stressed and overwhelmed. Uh, and so able to use Reiki to help balance the energy out and to move anything that might be stuck in your body, move it along. Um, and that's ultimately what Reiki does is to help clear and heal our energy. Uh, and I found it really beneficial and I found it, find it great from a meditation perspective to infuse into meditations as well. So that's Reiki and energy healing, sound healing, meditation in general. Uh, the last one here I want to leave you with is how we can heal our mind with breath work. So there's a reason why my first product that I did is a breathwork buddy program uh, to teach people five simple breathing techniques uh, to create calm and reduce stress. So there is a reason why that was my first product that I did. And it is because breath work is just so powerful. Um, the breath is the life force in our body. The breath exists. You know, it's what we breathe all the time, but we so often just breathe into our upper chest. We don't actually use our breath fully. We don't use our breath to maximize our well-being or to maximize our mental health. And often when you're just breathing really shallow, that just exacerbates you even more. And so then you just get more and more stressed. You get more and more caught up in your head. You've got less and less oxygen getting into your body because you are just breathing really shallow and really fast. Whereas breath work and doing a breath work practice helps to draw that breath right down into your belly, right down into your body, helps to slow down your breath, calm your nervous system. Breath work is fantastic at balancing the mind and body. And for me, learning simple practices, when I was first studying to become a yoga teacher, breath work and meditation were the two techniques that really healed me from what I was going through at the time and helped get myself out of that constant nar negative narrative in my head and helped heal that so that I could start to focus on the good.
and it literally helped to move stuff through my body using my breath. Helped to bring me into the present moment. Breath work is a game changer to your well-being routine. And you can do it anywhere, anytime. And for however long you want to do it. So I know I've done a lot of breath work on public transport. Breath work's great to do if you're traveling on an airplane. You've got time. It's a great one to do on an airplane. Um, You know, so great one to do first thing in the morning. Fantastic to do in the evening to do some techniques to really wind you down, to slow down your nervous system. So breath work is incredibly healing for us and an unutilized tool that we have at our disposal. So the next one I want to talk you through is, and the last one, so is uh, how to reframe and flip our thoughts. You know, it's easy, isn't it? It sounds so easy, but it's so not easy to do and it takes practice. You know, if you've got constant negative thoughts um, or if you're constantly hard on yourself and, you know, it, I mean, that's not self, self-love self or self-care for, for one thing, but it's, it is also very hard to get out of that habit and it does take practice. Increasing your awareness, so coming back to mindfulness, increasing your awareness of your thoughts really helps to reframe your thoughts because when you notice yourself constantly thinking negatively about something or if you are shaming yourself or if you are guilty about something or if you are just hard on yourself in general, if you are aware of that, you're able to then manage your thoughts. You're able to then catch yourself so that you can then go, okay, that's me starting to spiral into negativity. I'm catching myself and I'm going to start to think something else or I'm going to go do something grounding now to get my to, to, to break this pattern of negative thinking before I get consumed into it. So when you start to, if you start your, to catch yourself, so and just be aware and just maybe just, just for today, just for the rest of today, just observe what's going on in your mind and just notice, is that serving you? Is that thought serving you? Is that thought not serving you? So just start to become aware of what's going on in your mind. And if they're thoughts that are not serving you, go back to point one, grounding practices. Go do something grounding. Go do a physical activity. Get into your body. Go cook a nice meal. Go do something. So reframing and flipping our thoughts, I know can be can be challenging, uh, but there's a couple of techniques I use and they're quite impactful. So the first one I do is I focus on gratitude. So if I notice that my thoughts are just negative, if I am down, if I'm just meh and I'm just stuck and I just can't get out of this funk that you're in, focus on gratitude, simple gratitude as well. So if even, you know, you think I can't think of anything to be grateful for, 
I've got a pillow, I've got a bed, I've got clothing, I can take a bath, I can work from home. Think of small things you can be grateful for. People in your life that you are grateful for. Focus on the good. Gratitude, you focus on the good and the good increases. Gratitude is a massive energy shifter. And write it down. If you are just, you know, if you really want to start to flip and reframe, write what you are grateful for down. Focus on what you have rather than what you don't have. Gratitude is amazing. You can also be of service. Be of service to someone. If you're feeling stuck, you don't know what to do, you're stressed, just be, be, just surrender, you know, surrender and just be of service and do something good for someone else. Again, massive game changer from an energy perspective. Give to charity. These will flip your mindset and flip your energy so fast, like Gratitude, being of service, giving are huge ways to flip your energy and your mindset. Definitely something to focus on. If you're wanting to start to reframe your mind, focus on gratitude. Second thing you can do is set some goals. If your mind's already, you know, telling stories and and running a million miles an hour, why don't you just get productive? Use that mental energy for good. Set some goals. Focus on what you want to achieve. Journal it. You know, visualize. Use some visualizing meditations to visualize yourself achieving these goals. Focus on how you are feeling when you achieve these goals. Emotions are powerful. Flip your emotional narrative. What feelings do you want to have? How do you want to feel? And if you're feeling, you know, stuck, you know, a bit withdrawn, a bit negative, you know, if you're feeling a bit down, if you've lost confidence, if you're feeling disempowered, you know, how do you want to feel? You want to feel empowered. You want to feel loved. You want to feel abundant. You know, write these words down. You want to feel free. Write these words down. Focus on those feelings. Again, a huge shift is going to, that's really going to help you reframe and flip your thoughts. Uh, Affirmations. I use affirmations a lot to help me if I'm feeling down. uh, And if I can just feel that I'm not mentally where I want to be. Affirmations help to flip your mood, give you a mental boost. Louise Hay is fantastic for affirmations uh, and she's very accessible um, from the Hay House, uh, I think podcast as well as um, YouTube and all of that. So if you're needing someone, Louise Hay is amazing for affirmations. Uh, She's got a very loving energy and sometimes you just need that self-love, infuse yourself with self-love. you know, and I often say to my clients, just fill yourself so much with love and self-love that there is no room for anything toxic or anything negative because you are so filled with love and that is what you're full of. 
And that is often what I tell my clients to do. Just keep, you know, and affirmations help fuel that because that's what you're looking to do now. You're looking to, to go, what am I fueling myself with? I'm now aware my thoughts are negative. I now I'm aware my thoughts are not serving me. How do I flip that? How do I start to then fuel myself with what I need to go forward? My last one here, I know as I'm just reflecting as we're talking about this too, like affirmations have been significant to my own personal growth and development. Write your own affirmations, download them, um, chat GPT them. They're all there. <laughs> you go, Someone else can do all the work for you as well. But just say them over and over again. Listen to affirmations. Whatever you're wanting to invite into your life, whatever your intentions are, turn it into an affirmation, a positive statement, and have it available for you to see all the time. And then the last one here is read a nourishing and healing book or a self-help book. I know I used to love going to the self-help section in, in bookshops. And I know there's a huge stigma attached to that, but I love it. I love going to, um, you know, I love reading self-help books. I think I've read so many self-help books. I now listen to the audiobooks, um, or or I listen to a lot of these teachers um, in their podcasts because they've all got podcasts now. So listen to an inspiring podcast. Listen, you know, read um, a nourishing book, something that you know is going to nourish your soul. Um, the Alchemist is one of my books that I go to that I absolutely love and that really helps me to um, center myself, ground myself um, and help flip my mindset. Um, and so many podcasts are available now to do that. There can be a real mood lift up for you. So there's some examples of what I do uh, and what I teach around um, how you can use some of these healing techniques and healing methods to really help your mental health uh, and your emotional health um, and then ultimately also um, heal um, your entire energy uh, as well. So remember that there is always help available when it comes to mental health. Um, I do want to say as a disclaimer that you need to speak to your doctor as well. So if you have not spoken to your doctor about your mental health, please speak to your doctor or your therapist, and they will suggest further tools and support for you. Uh, and there's also mental health hotlines, um, such as Lifeline that we have here in Australia, um, that you can reach out to as well. So make sure that you are investing in your mental health. Um, what goes on in your head matters, and it impacts your whole well-being. So make sure you are feeding yourself um, with nourishing thoughts, um, and nourishing energy uh, and that you are investing in your mental health. So thank you for joining me for this podcast today. Thank you for joining the Mind Body Yay podcast. Um, as I say, this is a great podcast for me to, to create um, positive change in the world and to, to share uh, tools, techniques and practices um, that I use and that I teach to help uh, your mind body and soul. So I will see you in the next episode. Thank you, everyone. Make sure that you focus on the good and you prioritize your peace. Thanks very much.